0: Hello, welcome to Kapow Radio Show.
1: This is Miss Kapow, and it's Monday, March 27th, 2017. And have we got a show for you today?
0: I don't know about that, but uh, we'll give it a shot. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give it a shot. I I don't know how well this is going to work. Um, I don't even know what it's called, but it's something to do with Stephen Hawking, and he's not real. He's what you call a phantasmagoria.
1: Phantasm,
0: Goria yeah he's uh, he's an illusion I'm not picking on Stephen Hawking because I don't think Stephen Hawking exists right I don't think he, I don't think he's a real person I think he's an animatronic or if he or if he is a human body in that condition that he's that's ex- exactly what he is it's just a human body right if he has any intelligence in there at all he's crying out just kill me right uh, because they have used him for their agenda for years Yeah to get worse and worse. I think either they're keeping him alive somehow or it's an animatronic or something like that. Mm-hmm. I tend to think that he's not real. Right. I tend to think he's a robot. Um, and that that, com- that computer is talking to you. It's He's, he's sponsored by Intel. It's right. the agenda of mm-hmm. Intel. And I'm going to show you why I think that. I'm not just crazy. But I'm going to show you why I think that. Uh, because scientists and even people of the world don't talk in such antichrist language as this computer does.
1: Yeah. He's talking like the beast.
0: He is talking just like the beast. Mm-hmm. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's the beast. He's the antichrist. It's the spirit of it, mm-hmm. but he's not real right now. There's, um, there's, there's folks, uh, my peers, <laughs> some of my peers do not like the, um, the term, the matrix that we right. have in the matrix. And I agree with them in the sense that we are not in a computer simulation. That's just stupid. Uh, Because computers and all this stuff didn't come till Mm -hmm. now in time. But we are in a phony world, a false world. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about the trees outside and the stars up in the sky and the wind that you feel on your face. No,
1: but the system, we are being manipulated.
0: Exactly. The worldly system of Satan is not true. And it is false. And we live in a fallen world. And it's all fake. It's all made up. Nothing is true. You hear the stuff about fake news and all this stuff, mm-hmm. it goes way beyond that. Everything in this world is a deceit. This right. is the great lie, mm-hmm. the great delusion. It's not just religion, politics, judicial law. It's, it's everything. I mean everything.
1: Everything. That
0: you think is true, it's not. Mm-hmm. Stephen Hawking is a prime example. That's why we're going to use him, because this is a prime example of a hoax that's been pulled on, on the eyes the wool over the eyes of the sheep right right so many people love this guy they think he's the greatest thing they actually think he's a scientist and he he's, is not a scientist the computer the computer is a philo- is a philosopher he's more of a philosopher than he is a scientist a scientist is someone who takes a theory and uses the scientific method and they research it, and they present this theory, and then they say, "This is the outcome I believe happens when I do A, B, and C." Mm-hmm. And then another scientist will be able to take that and replicate that. Right. This guy doesn't doesn't do any theory where you can replicate it. There's no scientific method. All he does is talk mm-hmm. about the universe and what he thinks is going on up there. Right. And it's all a bunch of gobbledygook. And he's his book. I forget the name of the book, but you know he's written many of them. But one of them. You know, the, I don't know the meaning of everything or whatever it is was on the was on the New York Times bestseller. It was outside of the Bible and Shakespeare. It was like the longest book I think for five years on the New York Times bestseller. I mean, this guy is huge, but he's also a celebrity. Yeah, he's on TV. He's on reality shows. He's on um, comedy shows. Yeah. yeah. He's on late night shows. Real scientists aren't like that, Mm-mm. and they've made him quirky and kind of funny, and, of course, being in the physical condition that they put this poor meat puppet in, mm-hmm. people feel sorry for him, and, like, he's, he's such a hero that he survived this long. He has, allegedly, what they call ALS, or Lou Gehrig's disease, mm-hmm. and it's a muscle-degenerating disease. Real people who get this disease die within two or three years. Right. This guy contracted this this disease when he was 21 years old. Mm-hmm. 21. He was still a student. 21. He didn't die in two or three years. He's, he's been living for the last 50 years. He's now 75. Mm-hmm. And he's deteriorating more and more and more where, where, you know, he's lost all use of all muscles, walking, legs, arms. Um, they first had him using a clicker, saying he talked with a clicker, which is just total BS. Mm-hmm. That he formed sentences and wrote five friggin' books without being able to physically move or speak or write or anything using a clicker. Mm-hmm. I've got a book sitting right here on my computer that's been sitting here for you know the last six months that I can't complete because it's hard to write. It's hard to write a book. Mm-hmm. We've written six of them. They're not easy. It's hard to compile that kind of information. This guy writes it without even being able to move That's right. through a clicker. And as he degenerated more and more and more, they begin to advance him more and more with the technology and it's Intel that's behind it. Intel is the one who created all this alleged technology for him to talk. And in 1985, he went to Geneva, Switzerland. He went to CERN, CERN in Geneva, Switzerland contracted pneumonia and almost died and his wife said give him an emergency what do you call it trichometry Mm -hmm. and they did and they removed his vocal cords so now he can't speak how convenient how convenient he can't even call out hey kill me get me out of this body and I think this guy sold his soul to the devil a long time ago and this is his this is his treatment, yep, and he 's being used as an agenda if he 's even human still, more than likely, the real Stephen Hawking that really did exist died long, long time ago, yeah. and this is some kind of animatronic, but it 's all about agenda. You listen to these videos of him, him speaking. The latest one I listened to, he's got to throw in politics, climate change. He even talks about how he's afraid of Trump's Trump's America. It's all about politics. It's not science. He's a philosopher. It's a computer. But whoever's behind it, Intel Corporation behind it, is using it as an agenda. He's not even real. I know I sound crazy, but I am telling you, you can see through this if you just use your brain. Use your logic. I, I, before I, well, I guess I did start. Do you have anything to say before I
1: no, continue? No, go
0: ahead. Before I, you know, really get really into it, I just, in Daniel, 7, 7, 20 and on, it, you know, Daniel has this vision of the, um, of the four winds, the four beasts coming out of the winds. These are the last kingdoms of the earth. The ones that's, that's really concerning him is that last kingdom, that, that kingdom of Rome that we're in now, mm-hmm. that last kingdom. And so begin with verse 20, You know, he says, of the ten horns that were in his head, uh, he's talking about this last beast, and of the other which came up and before whom thee fell, even of that horn that had eyes and a mouth that spake very great things. In other words, this little horn has eyes like a man and speaks blasphemous words, whose look was more stout than his fellows. This is, this is the Antichrist, mm-hmm. right? This is whatever the Antichrist is or what it, that looks like, that's what this is talking about. We really don't know what it is until we see this. Um, I do know that there's an antichrist spirit because that went out in John's day. That's right. You know, 1,800 years ago or 1,900 years ago. Uh, Verse 20 says, I beheld in in the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them. That's the point I want to make. If you think you're a Christian and you're living in this life and everything's going to be good and you're only looking at positive little um, memes on Facebook... And cute little quirks and stuff, you know, you're, you're you you missed the whole point. Mm-hmm. You're not even you know, you're not even you're not even part of the kingdom.
2: That's right.
0: Uh, the thing is, is there's war on real biblical Christians. People who really follow God and really follow Christ, there's war against you, and you lose. You're losing in this world. You can't win. I can't win today. Today I have I'm having problems today. I can't win. Can I win in Christ? Yeah, ultimately I can win in Christ. But you're not going to win in this world. You're not going to change this world. Exactly, yeah. Or this system. You're not going to be church triumphant. That's not what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. The same horde made war with the saints that prevailed with them until the ancient of days came and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. That's what happens. That's what happens, and um,
1: basically, we don't have any influence in this world, not a not a powerful one where we can make change, make the world change.
0: <clears throat> exactly, you don't have that. So to think that you do, and to go out and build mega churches, and uh, you know put all these programs together and do uh, world change is not going to happen. All right. So I just want to bring that up because we're talking about this kind of stuff. So <clears throat> Stephen Hawking is not real. He, it is a hoax. I personally believe he's, it's an animatronic uh, under a human name, uh, Stephen Hawking. If he is a human mm-hmm. and he is in that condition, I guarantee you inside he either is not aware of his, of his identity or who he is, or if he is, he's screaming out, please kill me, yeah. because they're just using him for this agenda. It's total, total nonsense, all right? And like I said, um, he is a Fanta He's an illusion. You know, the the definition of illusion is an erroneous perception of reality. It means being deceived by a false perception or belief. It's from the Latin, meaning a mocking to mock. Mm -hmm. So what's interesting about this guy, he's on TV shows. He was on the Big Bang Theory. He's on late night TV. He's on a, com- you know, I have clips of him on comedy shows, right. things like that, saying all kinds of stuff. And we're, later on, we're going to get into his quotes, and you're going to see his Antichrist spirit. When right. I say he, once again, I don't believe it's a person.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I say he, I mean the spirit of Antichrist behind this sentient computer. Right. When I say sentient computer, I don't mean the computer's alive. I believe there are demonic forces behind this thing,
2: right.
0: using it to talk. And fooling the masses that this guy is some great intellectual scientist.
1: Mm -hmm. It's like the Wizard of Oz. The man behind the curtain is making this
0: curtain talk. Yeah. (laughs) Or this uh, hologram. Mm -hmm. And isn't that what the Antichrist or what the false prophet does? Mm -hmm. It gives a voice to the beast. Right. It makes it talk. It moves so that people will worship it.
2: That's right.
0: It's amazing. This, This is amazing. And once again, I'm not saying... Stephen Hawking or the animatronic of Stephen Hawking is the Antichrist no. but you have to recognize that the spirit of deception is there right. and it's an Antichrist spirit of deception. Definitely. Right? Um, again, he's written all kinds of books, best-selling books, without even able to, to physically move. Now one thing I want, I want, another thing I want to point out, his synthesized voice. He's had this voice since day one
2: mm-hmm.
0: when um, Intel gave him the technology to talk through a clicker.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, you look at his little wheelchair setup, and right—you know—advertising is Intel right. behind his monitor, mm-hmm. and he's walking around like this this half human, half machine thing. Mm-hmm. And the synthesized voice is now copywritten, right? And you would think after all the technology you have, you can watch YouTube videos, and you have these people using these computer voices all the time. Mm-hmm. But Stephen won't change his because he likes that one.
2: Yeah,
0: it, it's what it's telling you. It's 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 giving you that sci-fi feel mm-hmm. of a computer talking to you from day one.
2: Right.
0: And they're keeping it. They're actually mocking people. I mean, if there are humans and there has to be humans behind this animatronics somewhere, mm-hmm. writing the dialogue, operating the machine, and oh, doing sure. all this stuff, mm-hmm. they they have to just be laughing Uh, because it's hilarious the joke that they're pulling on people. People actually think this thing is real.
1: Because they're gullible.
0: They're gullible. It's unbelievable. Um, Like I said, he was diagnosed with ALS, or Lou Gehrig's disease, a muscle-degenerating disease, debilitating. People die within two or three years. Mm -hmm. Do you know how they die? They end up losing their muscles. And guess what? A heart's a muscle. Mm -hmm. So that goes... But to, the ability to swallow is gone, so it could be uh, a starvation,
2: yeah.
0: and the ability to move your diaphragm, to breathe. Mm. But not this guy. He's been surviving with this debilitating disease for over 50 friggin years. Yeah. It's not possible. There's no one else. I, I looked all over the Internet to find out anybody else. That's like Stephen Hawking that has this disease that's lasted this long. And the only thing you could find is the percentage is like 0001 percent. Yeah. Not but I can't. Much. <laughs> but I can't find a person. Mm-mm. You think you would be able to find, well, there's Joe Blow in Wisconsin, and he's also survived 25 or 30 years. Yeah. I can't find one. Mm-mm. The other thing I did, and I encourage all of you to do this if you don't believe me, type in Google, who else Anybody else, anybody use the technology that Stephen Hawking has. If Intel created this technology for him where he can speak just like I'm speaking to you, just as fast as I'm speaking to you through a muscle in his cheek, the only thing that he can use that still moves is a little muscle in his cheek. Mm-hmm. We, You believe that? No. Do you believe that? And when you type in who else uses that technology, guess what? No one. No one. Nada. There's nothing. Google, the internet, is only packed with stories about Stephen Hawking. Positive stuff. Mm -hmm. There is no one else. Now, apparently, this technology was invented by one of his students. Mm Mm-hmm who invented a low-level infrared beam from Stephen's glasses that shoots down to Stephen's cheek. And on his right cheek, you know, he's all slumped in that wheelchair, and his mm-hmm. right cheek, he has what looks like a little microphone or something yeah. mm-hmm. sitting on his cheek. And that infrared thing from his glasses senses tiny muscle movements in his cheek and he's able to type a friggin book (laughs) (laughs) he's able to go on talk shows Mm -hmm. and do interviews and he's also able to lecture in college
1: really and he doesn't make any mistakes it's not like you know backslash backslash
0: (laughs) I meant this word and not this one (laughs) Have you tried to just type on a regular? Have you tried to type on your phone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) with your big fat thumbs? This guy is writing best-selling books with his cheek. Look it up. Who else uses this technology? A student of his allegedly invented this. Now, don't you think that guy would be a Pulitzer Prize winner? Mm -hmm. That guy would be a multi-billionaire for inventing this kind of technology? Who is he? He's nowhere to be found. Mm -hmm. The other thing, Intel, that puts it together for Stephen Hawking, wouldn't they put it together for other handicapped people? Sure. Other people who can't move, who are paralyzed. Mm -hmm. How come no one else has this? this, Because it's not real. Mm -hmm. And they're laughing. They have to be laughing their arses off at the people who believe that this meat puppet, this animatronic, is talking to you in a computer voice through a muscle in its cheek. The other thing you need to do is Google just look at some of these videos of this guy. It, the later videos are more high definition. Um the one the last one that I saw he was being interviewed by Piers Morgan
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's high definition and the it, this it, it's the video I was looking for. It zooms mm-hmm. right in on his face and you hear the computer going I blah blah blah, 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 blah. There's no movement in the cheek. Mm-hmm. There's nothing moving, except for down in his little mouth moves, just like a like a robot, like an animatronic would. Mm-hmm. There's nothing moving. People, come on. I mean, how stupid have we been? I mean, we've all fallen for this hoax. I did. I did for years. I never paid that much attention to hockey, and I just figured, well, he's he's a he's a physicist mm-hmm. until recently, really, till God showed me that this is all phony. Yeah. This is all phony. Yeah, everything. Yeah, and it, it's, it really did start with this this article that I posted on Facebook.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was about Hawking wanting to go to space, or he's going to go to space. And I, I just had a click on it, because I'm thinking, just right off the bat, how in the world is this guy going to go to outer space?
1: I know, because it takes astronauts, years and years of... of- preparation and tests and training
0: training. They have to be physically fit. like studs, mm-hmm. super fit to go up and out of space because we've been told that space, the G force of, 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 the, rockets and, and everything going up is in, is incredible on in the human body mm-hmm. and, and without gravity uh, up in space. But this guy who cannot move a muscle, and is attended by 24-7 by attendants. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he, he has to have round-the-clock um, yeah. care.
0: And I, don't know how, I don't know how they feed him, how, oh. how he eats, how he poos. I have no idea. He's going to go up to outer space? So I, had, I, had a, I just had to click it. And it was from The Independent. It said, Stephen Hawking will travel to space on board Richard Branson's ship... He says, and he's being interviewed by Piers Morgan. Mm. So that's a good one to watch because it's high definition. And you can see the camera zoom in on, on Steven. And you can see that he doesn't move. His cheek doesn't move. Mm -hmm. And yet some infrared beam is supposed to detect movements of the cheek. And he's typing so fast with this imperceptible movement of his cheek that he's holding on full conversations Mm -hmm. in this interview. Yep constantly and before he got that technology from Intel which is written all over his chair and it's on the side of a towel and everything he was using a clicker on his hand and didn't they say he lost the movement of his of his hand he was, he was able to type and write books with a clicker it'd be like he was trying to use a mouse yeah Can't to imagine. write a book And, uh, of course, if you go go online and try to look at videos and you go, how does this technology work? There's all these videos that describe how his technology works and all this stuff. It's all phony. It's all hoaxy. There's no one real out there telling you the truth. Right. It's an illusion. It's an illusion. And there's no one else like him. There's no one else using anything like this. Come on. Wouldn't this be a billion-dollar industry?
2: Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. What about all the other handicapped people that can't move?
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Come on. You know what? I would like to be able to write a book with my cheek, even though I can move, just to be able to sit there and go (laughs) and and write books. (laughs) My goodness. So anyway, he's going to space, and they call him a cosmologist and uh, physicist. will leave the Earth on board Richard Branson's spaceship. And uh, Professor Hawking told Good Morning Britain that he had never dreamed he'd be able to head into space, but that Branson gave him a a chance. And he, he took it immediately. And um, Virgin Galactic hopes soon to carry people into space on commercial uh, missions. And uh, so, anyway, maybe in 2009, but the plan had been thrown off by a range of problems and disasters. But um, yeah, Hawking said in a wide-ranging interview, he said that his three children have uh, brought him great joy, and he can tell what make make him happy is to travel in space. Apparently, there's pictures of him floating. In an anti gravity chamber or something with, with people, and they're holding him up and he's floating, wow. preparing for this journey. <laughs> and I grew up thinking that astronauts had to go through rigorous training in to yeah. space, but this guy can't even move. Now, here's the question if, if there's somebody that was handicapped, even close to uh, Stephen Hawking, somebody in a wheelchair that has maybe another type of disease, mm-hmm. but they're in a wheelchair, they can barely move, they can't, they have no muscle. Coordination well, maybe of an
1: accident, and he's a paraplegic. He, he's a
0: paraplegic. Okay, would you take him and strap him into the the uh, New York, New York uh, roller coaster in Las Vegas? No, no, he wouldn't be physically allowed to go on there. He, you, you, that would be out, out of your mind to do something like that. Mm-hmm. But, but this guy who can't move at all
2: mm-hmm.
0: is going to go to outer space. So that's why I clicked the story. Going, this is this can't be real,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then. Really, the Lord just began to show me th- this is all phony. And if this is phony, just think what else is phony.
1: Right. Well, we've come to learn, too, that everything on this world is, is not real.
0: Mm-mm. And you've got you to really go, what's the agenda behind it? What are they trying to accomplish here? And there is always an agenda.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There really is. So, in this article... Here's the agenda. It's not just about his space travel. Professor Hawking also discussed none other but Donald Trump. Mm. Why? why? Why would a physicist, a theoretical physicist, be discussing Donald Trump? What are you talking yeah. about? Well, what does space? that have
1: to do with anything?
0: And here's what he said he said that Don- Donald, Trump was, Donald Trump was a demagogue. And made him fear that he might never be welcome in the U.S. Oh, for the love of pizza. Wow. Um, His priority will be to satisfy his electorate, who are neither liberal nor that well-informed. What did that tell you? If if you're not liberal, you're ignorant. Mm -hmm. You're not well-informed. That's his electorate. People who voted for Donald Trump are ignorant. They're not liberals. Stephen Hawking just said that. Mm -hmm. The computer just said that. Mm -hmm. through this meat puppet right that's not true that's not real that that, that's that's a a lie a scientist don't a a real scientist would not say that simply because he's concerned about science Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) yeah things you can prove
0: yeah i mean come on and then he goes on and he also criticizes several other people in other different countries about the labor party jeremy corbyn Um, Stuff like stuff like that. Uh, He also talked about uh, Brexit and um, things like that. And he talked about other politicians, Um, you know, and he's always talking about climate change and things like that. He is a walking, not even a walking, a moving man, computer hybrid. Designed. To deceive People think he's intelligent, he's a physicist, he's one of the smartest guys ever, and he's not! It's a computer! And because of that, whatever he says automatically has credibility. Right. And that's a deception, folks. Yeah. That's a huge, huge deception. Um, you know, it's, it is pretty amazing. There's another article here that I found. It's called How Intel Gave Stephen Hawking a Voice. It's on Wired.com if you want to look it up. And it goes to great length to tell you um, about this technology and the Intel microprocessor who's providing Hawking with his computer every two years. But in this article, it actually says that Hawking lost his ability to speak in 1985 when on a trip to CERN. In Geneva. Mm. That's, that's where it says. on wire.com. Um, he caught pneumonia. He was put on a ventilator. His condition was critical. And his wife, uh, then wife Jane, um, wouldn't um, turn off the life support. And she refused. And so they flew him to another hospital. And they, uh, they removed his, they had a trachometry on him, cutting a hole in his neck. And then so he lost his ability to speak. Isn't that mm. uh, Amazing. You watch videos on this guy. There was also a movie done on him in 2014.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's a hoax. It's a a bunch of just phony. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, they're making him out to be something. I'm not saying he didn't exist as a young man, he did. But he got this disease at 21. Yeah. While he's in a wheelchair, muscle debilitating, can't even move, he's still banging out kids. Mm -hmm. He had three kids. Really? It's hoaxy. Mm -hmm. The whole thing is just, it's just hoaxy. Um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give you like six quotes of this guy and then I'm gonna play some some clips I'm gonna I'm gonna play some clips but one I really wanna really wanna play because they replace God yeah. with Stephen Hawking and mm-hmm. it's Absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. You really I, I I was laughing so hard I almost peed yeah, my pants. Yeah, I think Miss Kapow was getting mad at the, at the audio, but I, I just I just I, I felt it was so hilarious what they were saying. Um
1: what got me too was that this man who's an atheist basically, he doesn't believe in God, but yet he's speaking about God. He's speaking about God who doesn't he doesn't even know. That's what it
0: irked mm-hmm. me. One of, his, one of his quotes wow. is that um, his goal in science is to know the mind of God. To know, to know a, me, a being that he doesn't believe in. Yeah. That's incredible. It's incredible. Some of the things he said, just real quick, uh, and then we'll go into more and more quotes with Scripture, backing them up. But I guess some things that I have written down here. One of the things he says is that uh, because there is a low... Um, <laughs> I can't even read my own writing. Oh, Oh, because there is a law such as gravity, the universe can and will create itself from nothing. Because there's a law such as gravity, the universe will and can create itself from nothing. There is no God. That's what that statement says. One of the big things he talks about all the time in his books is laws, like laws of gravity, certain laws. And laws take precedent over any kind of God or deity or thing like that. Sure. Right, This this guy is true to the form of Scripture, this computer, this Intel corporation behind it. He's true to the form of Scripture in Romans where it says they they worship the creation
2: mm-hmm. rather
0: than the creator. And they miss the whole process of the creator God and worship the stars and the moon. And stuff. Mm-hmm. This, it's perfect for that. But this, it's, he's very anti-Christ. Yeah. It's not just. In fact, there is no science. This is pseudoscience. It's philosophy. The guy is just speaking philosophy. When he talks about the cosmos, I believe this and I believe that. He believes in alien life. He believes in... Yeah, in fact,
1: none of that stuff can be proven.
0: Nothing. And a matter of fact, I'm not a big flat earth guy. I don't know enough about it. I don't watch those things about flat earth. i just like, eh, I don't know. Um, and it doesn't really matter to me as long as I don't step off. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. I don't think there's an edge anywhere around here. But this guy talks about the earth being a sphere a lot. Mm-hmm. And that makes me suspicious. Yeah. He also talks about Galileo uh fighting the, you know the Catholic Church mm-hmm. and saying the world is round when they said it was flat way mm-hmm. back when and he doesn't want to be punished like Galileo. I guess what I'm saying is that everything he says I'm looking well, he's a big hoax. Everything's a lie. Mm-hmm. I gotta look at the opposite, maybe. You
1: yeah. know, I don't know. But the thing is, with that though, it, just <clears> like <throat> Satan, he uses truth and he makes yeah. it in with a lie. That's true. And in in, in, feet, in uh, Isaiah forty, it does say that God sits on a sphere on the
0: circumference. Right, in a circumference. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, I just uh, I get my point is is that everything this guy says is suspect. Mm-hmm. Sure. And he's he's very antichrist. Um, Here's, here's another quote he says. He goes, in, I regard the brain as a computer which will stop working when its components fail. There is no heaven or afterlife for broken down computers. This is a fairy story for people afraid of the dark. Mm-hmm. Why would a scientist talk like that? Why would a theoretical physicist in quantum physics say something like this and totally disengage such a large population and say that they believe in a story fairy tale mm-hmm. and that they're afraid of the dark. Why be so demeaning? Right. Right. See what I'm saying? The agenda behind that? Um, here's another one. He says, we are all connected by the internet like neurons in a giant brain. Hmm. That make you suspicious. Sure. And he's the epitome of a human Internet hybrid.
2: Right.
0: He's on the internet with his cheek. Mm-hmm. Really? You're surfing the internet with a with, with cheek muscle that you can't even see. Even if you could see a cheek muscle, how in the world is that sensor knowing ABCD from anything?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But you, it's just amazing. But it's amazing when you read the comments of people on these videos who absolutely love this creature.
2: Yeah.
0: And I'm not being mean when I call him a creature. He's, it's not, I don't believe he's human. No. But they love him. They go, I cry when I see his smile. Oh, for the Lord really? Reason. And I hear his voice makes me hear. They, they love this. They think this guy's real. Mm. You talk about a great deception.
1: Yeah.
0: So you get gonna... homage to the beast. Yes. That's exactly what he's doing. They worship the beast. He, he, the false prophet that points to the beast, it's that Antichrist spirit. Mm-hmm. And this is just one of them. Yeah. Uh, Here's another thing he says: We are just an advanced breed of monkeys, nice on a minor planet of a very average star. Mm. Yeah. not God didn't create, but we can understand the universe, and that makes us something very special. Wow! So we're just we're just an advanced breed of monkeys, but we're special because we can understand the universe. And everybody thinks this is great wisdom, or this comes from a a, a scientist, a physicist. (laughs) Doesn't that sound like philosophy to you?
1: Yeah, it does. It
0: That's like philosophical, mm-hmm. and it's it's junk philosophy. Um, the computers, the computers spitting this stuff out, is an idiot. I, I I have a tendency to think it may be a real sentient computer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I really I do. Um, <clears throat> he says, "I believe the simplest explanation is." He's talking about God. There is no God. This is a direct quote. I believe the simplest explanation is there is no God. No one created the universe and no one directs our fate. Now, many scientists are atheists. They don't believe in a creator god, <clears throat> you know, or the creation of stuff. I understand that. But really, how many of them really, do they really talk like this all the time?
2: Mm-mm.
0: All the time he says stuff like this. Here's another one. The role played by time, this is an important one. The role played by time at the beginning of the universe is, I believe, the final key to removing the need for a grand designer and revealing how the universe creates itself. You see, but you go to our book, you go to Genesis, and God created time on the fourth day, on the third day. He created the heavens and the earth, He created the lights, the firmament, and on the third day, He created time by creating the sun and the moon, and that was to keep the Moeds, the appointed times and the seasons. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But this philosopher machine says time didn't exist at the Big Bang. He says that later on, that time didn't exist at the Big Bang, and therefore it's imperative to understand that because it gets rid of the need to have a grand designer or a God.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. God didn't create time. Time created itself. Really? Really? You have any scriptures or anything about that?
1: Well, were you reading off of this page here?
0: No. Okay. I was reading off my notes.
1: Okay. Well, I'll just wait till you read off of this one. Okay. Because I have scripture that'll refute all that. all that stuff. Okay.
0: <laughs> I think what I want to do is play a um, a clip.
1: Oh, right. All right. All right.
0: And this clip is going to be uh, you have to listen closely to this because this is Stephen Hawking as God. Ugh. And uh, this is one of the earlier this is one of the early videos, and it's hilarious, because Stephen Hawking still had a voice on this video. He still had a voice. <laughs> and his, apparently his students interpret for him. His students. Like when he teaches a class, the students will interpret this, right? Come on, folks.
1: Now, when you hear this, you're going to think, how in the world did they know what he was saying? Exactly. Because you cannot understand
0: anything. And I watched the video, and there's no lip reading in Mm -hmm. this. This guy is simply groaning. Stephen Hawking, at this time, is is saying something similar to this. Mm -hmm. He's just like a a man in pain Mm -hmm. that just wants to die. And his student is right next to him going... The professor says that black holes are not theoretical, but exist throughout all galaxies. And then you hear a voice go, uh, 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 uh. the professor says that God does not exist. And and it's hilarious, because you're going, who in the hell believed that? Mm -hmm. But apparently they did. And they just kept the hoax going and going and going and got it more and more elaborate, where now he's talking with a cheek muscle. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But there's a point in this interview where they talk about Um, the narrator says that Stephen Hawking came just at the right time because people were disillusioned with religion and they were looking for something other than a god.
1: Wow, so he's the savior now.
0: Yes, and they said, so he came with his understanding of the cosmos and the universe and gave people that new religion. Science is a new religion. But this narrator actually says that he, specifically, Stephen Hawking, is that, basically, the new God, the Mm -hmm. new hope. So you listen very carefully, because that's what it says. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so funny, because this God, Stephen Hawking, this meat pie, this computer thing that replaced Mm -hmm. the Lord of Spirits that created the universe, talks like this. Now, that's one hell of a god. Yeah. That's one hell of a god. Good luck. Have fun with that. Um, so let me play that. Okay. He began appearing in newspapers and on television. His physical appearance and the way he talked about big ideas in a witty and accessible way made him unforgettable, even though he had to use a student to interpret his failing speech. Um uh. you wouldn't see anything special if you passed inside the black
3: hole?
0: But once you passed a certain critical point?
4: Then you'd never be able to get out again no matter how much rocket
3: power you used.
2: Stephen was very lucky in being the right person
0: in the right place at the right time. Science in some way uh, has become the new religion that people are looking for ultimate truths they'd lost God and they were looking for something to replace God and they hit on cosmology and black holes in the universe and then they found a person who could represent the entire community of cosmology and, and astrophysics and so on to them
3: We all came out of a singularity. We all came out of singularity. Big Bang Singularity at the beginning of the universe.
0: So it wouldn't be that unnatural if we all ended up in another singularity. You could say (laughs) dust to dust and ashes to ashes and singularity to singularity is that is that amazing
1: i have no words
0: <laughs> you know okay. i mean it reminds me of um was it uh, uh, well, the, the the prophet that was making fun of the uh, the priest of baal
1: oh yeah and uh, what it's is elisha a- yeah
0: elijah. elijah. elijah what is it? is he asleep maybe you should dance more what's wrong with your god you know and they could you know they couldn't call fire down from heaven and uh, maybe your God is you know maybe he can't hear you maybe you need to chant more, and that's what I th- I feel like you know yelling with these Who was people. That Elijah, I can't remember it was one Elijah of the two. Elijah or Elijah one of the two, but uh, one of the E's. Mm-hmm. But that's what I feel like yelling to these people that uh, that think that this guy this philosopher computer yeah. is a real person. And uh, is 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 has all this knowledge about the universe. I feel like yelling, and going, "Hey, how come your how come your God can't talk? How come your God goes? That's your God. Mm-hmm. That's what you're serving some God in a in a friggin' chair that can't move, going, mm-hmm. And once you hear that, now you understand why they removed his voice yeah. in 1985. Oh, they can't co- have that. They could not have that. They couldn't have that because it's too distracting because people say, it sounds like he's in pain. It sounds like he's calling out, kill me, get me out of this body. And this alleged student is sitting next to him translating. Oh, he says the singularity, ashes to ashes, and uh, singularity to singularity. Really? That's what this means. (laughs) I know,
1: and I wonder, how did you get that from that?
0: And people bought it. They believed it, obviously, and then they moved on and moved on. Got rid of the voice, so they get. We can't have him talking no more. We can't even have him clicking his clicker because people are going to put it together that his thumb is not. So now they have the cheek thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's imperceptible because it's infrared light. Really, next thing you know, it's going to have a. Is going to have an electrode in its brain, and he talks through his frontal lobe. No one else has a technology. You know, I mean, that's just ridiculous, but. You know, you heard the language where they said he came at the right time when people lost God. Yeah. When they needed something else, they lost God. And they said that now they found in him a person Mm -hmm. that puts it all together for Yeah,
1: You have something tangible now.
0: Yes. So his philosophy, that cosmological philosophy, is the Antichrist spirit. Mm -hmm. He is somewhat, he's he's an anti-type or a type of a false prophet pointing to the beast for, for people to worship. Exactly. Right? Let's listen to another clip. And um, before we get on to some more quotes, let's see. This one is going to be on, um, let's see. Uh, how about the computer is God? Yeah. All right, let's do that one.
4: There's a story that scientists built an intelligent computer. The first question they asked it was, is there a God? The computer replied, there is now a bolt of lightning struck the plug so it couldn't be turned off.
0: Okay, he was on a comedy show, a uh, a really stupid British comedy show, and uh, the guy was asking him stupid, you know, almost like the Daily Show or something on Comedy Central, Yeah. and uh, the guy was asking him stupid questions and with the stupid laugh track in the background, uh, but you caught that where he told a story, or the computer told a story about a computer Uh, that became sentient and was asked, is there a God? And he says, uh, there is now. Mm -hmm. In other words, just mocking, mocking, yeah. And the mixture of uh, the the, the seed of men with the kings in the last days of that fourth kingdom, what I just read to you in in Daniel, Daniel Mm -hmm. 7, which correlates directly to to, uh, the Nebuchadnezzar dream of the statue in Daniel 2. All right. It's the same thing. It's both. It's written in Aramaic. It's for the nations. It's the same thing. It's that last kingdom, and at the last days of that kingdom is when the, it's mixed with myri clay, and, uh, and it doesn't hold. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a prime example of that. It, that that's a pretty ugly God. Um, let's do one more clip, and then we'll go into some quotes. Uh, this is, he's talking about God here and that um, God uh, is, is not the laws. He believes in the laws of the universe and not the God of the universe. Let's listen to this one.
3: Do you think that God can intervene in the universe as he wants, or is God, too, bound by the laws of science?
4: The question of whether God is bound by the laws of science is a bit like the question. Can God make a stone that is so heavy that he cannot lift it? I don't think it is very useful to speculate on what God might, or might not, be able to do. Rather, we should examine what He actually does with the universe we live in. All our observations suggest that it operates according to well-defined laws. These laws may have been ordained by God, but it seems that he does not intervene in the universe to break the laws, at least not once he had set the universe going.
0: Now, Professor Hawking, in the very law, So what you, ha- what you have there is, um, well, a couple of things. One, he's saying that God doesn't intervene in the laws. Even if he, there was a God that set them up in place, he doesn't intervene. He's, he's a... He's a distant he god. He yeah, yeah, he yeah. Doesn't. so even, yeah worry about it. it's. It's all about the laws, the laws of the it's universe.
1: A of, it's a lot like the Gnostic God.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very much the same kind of lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so when he's asked, you know, about uh, you know, would would God uh, be subject to science, the, the laws of science, and he says, you know, that's like asking the question, uh, would God be able to move the the stone he or something stupid? Mm-hmm. But the other thing I want to point out in this interview. You will hear the little computer chipping.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's asked the question, and then he answered. Then you hear just beep, beep, beep? And then he goes da 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 Then you hear you hear the computer chipping,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's just like one of those animatronics at Disneyland, where you know you're going into that little uh, that machine in Monsanto yeah. that mm-hmm. you're shrinking, and you become smaller and smaller in a future world. Right, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At Disneyland, and it's that same kind of stupid. Little noises Mm -hmm. to make the people think that that's his computer working. The other thing I want to point out: every time you watch a video of this thing talking, and it shows its laptop that's on him, it's always in like in DOS. It's always a green screen with big old. It's never like (laughs) it's never like a a GUI interface like you know Windows or something. It's, it's, it's bizarre, and you can see that they're just laughing their arse off at the stupidity of people. I even watched one video where he visited the White House when, when Bill Clinton was president. And he was talking, well, he wasn't talking at all. No. He met with Hillary and Bill, and in mm-hmm. this thing, this, this, this animatronics had a handler with it. And and I uh, was going, oh, yeah, he's so glad to be here. And the whole video, there was a big photo op with the president and the first lady, and this thing didn't say one word. Mm. Not one thing. Now, why wouldn't it talk to the president? And it's some kind of like – it wasn't like an official video. It was like somebody just – Yeah, they you just know, stopped
1: over for some coffee. Yeah,
0: I mean, it, it was it was before – what I'm saying is, this video was done like behind the scenes kind of a thing before the big like photo op. TV. Yeah, and so it, it, in this thing, he Hawking didn't say one word to the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Don't you find that odd? Yeah. And then Bill was fascinated with the screen, the technology was going. Oh, that's amazing! So then they can do this and do this. But they weren't talking to him, and he wasn't talking to them. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? You know what I mean? It's not real. Yeah. And you can see Bill Clinton was very interested in the screen going, oh, my, look at that. This looks just like DOS 3.0. I used to have this before I had windows. You know, Where's the mouse? You can see him fascinated with it. And I swear, you watch this video, and Hillary, as the first lady, is sitting next to him, and she has that face where it's like, this is total bull crap. <laughs> as soon as you take this picture, get this thing out of my house. Mm-hmm. I swear she had that look like she did not buy it for a second. But him, you know, old Bubba, oh, this is amazing. What does he piss at? Where's his bag? (laughs) I mean, come on. Folks, I don't mean to be cruel. I'm not making fun of handicapped people. This guy is not real. Mm -hmm. He's not real. One more clip, and then we are going to do some quotes with Scripture.
4: And it's my view that the simplest explanation is there is no God. No one created the universe, and no one directs our fate. This leads me to a profound realization. There is probably no heaven and no afterlife either. We have this one life to appreciate the grand design of the universe. And for that, I am extremely grateful.
0: Okay, that was pretty clear. He said the simplest explanation that there is no God. And there's uh, probably no afterlife, no heaven or afterlife, and uh, basically just enjoy the, uh, the stars. And for that, he's extremely grateful.
2: Mm.
0: So you can you hear, that's, a, that's anti-Christ talk. That's anti-Yahweh talk. That's right. Right? That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's satanic talk. That's Luciferian talk. This machine is uh, it's from the pits of hell. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it's a machine, and it's from the pits of hell. And you talk about a deception. Mm-hmm. What a freaking hoax. And the, and uh, I mean, like I said, I never paid much attention to the guy just subdued blabbing his, mm-hmm. you know, his cheek. Um, uh, Trying to be tongue in cheek. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say blabbing his gums. I said blabbing his cheek. You did. That's very uh, but w- really, it's like when I posted this article, and it just like the Lord just popped this open and said, this, this is not real. Let mm-hmm. me show you the Antichrist spirit behind this, and it pervades all of society. It pervades all of this world. Everything is like this, folks. Nothing is real.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Nothing is real. Like I said, we don't live in a computer simulation. It's That's silly, but we live in a simulation.
1: Yeah.
0: It's, it's not governed real. governed by
1: the prince of the power of the air. So everything is a lie. Is a deception.
0: He's the father of all lies. It's
1: a deception.
0: Mm -hmm. Everything. Everything. And to to not be in the truth. See, you can't understand the truth in Scripture unless you love the Lord of Spirits. If you don't love God, if you don't love God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your spirit, your strength, you're not going to understand the truth in Scripture. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You can debate all day long. You can be a hyper-Calvinist all day long. Hebrew Roots Movement guy all day long. You could be a, a doctrine debater all day long. If you don't love the Lord of Spirits, you're never going to get it.
1: Right.
0: That's the truth. Um. Take it away, Biscopal.
1: Okay. This is I'm going to read these quotes from um, Stephen Hawking, and then I'm going to put scripture to it. All right. Is Mister Sakayan okay? The first one is. Um, it says he says. The role played by time at the beginning of the universe is, I believe, the final key to removing the need for a grand designer and revealing how the universe created itself. Time itself must come to a stop. You can't get a time before a Big Bang because there was no time before the Big Bang. We have finally found something that does not have a cause because there was no time for a cause to exist in. For me, this means there is no possibility of a creator because there is no time for a creator to have existed. Since time itself began at the moment of the Big Bang, it was an event that could not have been caused or created by anyone or anything. So when people ask me if if a God created the universe, I tell them the question itself makes no sense. Time didn't exist before the Big Bang, so there is no time for God to make the universe in. It's like asking for directions to the edge of the earth. The earth is a sphere. It does not have an edge, so looking for it is a futile exercise. Now... First of all, you know, like you had pointed out in in Genesis, Mm -hmm. that God did make everything. And also in Revelation, the Lord says he is the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end, and the first and the last. And then in Proverbs, it talks about this person. Proverbs 12.20 and 12.23 says, Deceit is in the heart of them that imagine evil. And that's exactly what Stephen Hawkins is doing. He's imagining evil. His mm-hmm. imagination has gone crazy. And the heart of fools proclaims his foolishness.
0: The heart of fools proclaims his foolishness. And mm-hmm. it is it's just foolishness. Yeah. You know, because here he is. A, it, the lie is that he's some theoretical scientist, physicist. Mm-hmm. But he's an antichrist philosopher. He's talking about stuff like the Big Bang Theory and stuff. It's it's not real. He can't prove it, and no one can replicate it.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Matter of fact, many of his predictions that he predicted have not come true. No, and there's a whole videos on that. Um, I forget. The, in fact, uh, CERN disputed a lot of the stuff that he said. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's just talking out of his uh, his computer his butt. Cheek. Yeah, his cheek. He's not even real.
1: The second quote is, there is a fundamental difference between religion, which is based on authority, and science, which is based on observation and reason. Science will win because it works. And the one I wanted to quote from is Romans 125, where it says, they changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen.
0: Wow. Wow. And they're not only serving the cosmos and the universe and their understanding of that, they're actually serving the technology. Yes. Yeah. Because he, he he thinks we're gonna become one with the internet and our
1: mm-hmm. brains are
0: gonna meld into all of that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this next one I have to look at my um
0: Bible software.
1: Yeah, pull this one up. Yeah. Deuteronomy. Uh,
0: It is absolutely amazing, though, what the 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 blasphemous words that this this little horn type is saying. Absolutely Mm -hmm. amazing.
1: Okay, this third one, he says, one of the basic rules of the universe is that nothing is perfect. Perfection simply doesn't exist. And without imperfection, neither you nor I would exist. stupid. Okay. Second, Nothing's
0: perfect. Not even God. Right. Second
1: Samuel twenty two thirty one says, "God's way is perfect, and His word is tried." Um, and it's also said that in um um Proverbs, or Psalms eighteen thirty, and in Psalms nineteen seven, it says, "The law of the Lord is perfect." Hmm. Deuteronomy thirty two four says, "He God is the Rock; His work is perfect; for all His judgments." All For all his ways are judgment, a God of truth and without iniquity. Hmm. Just and right is he.
0: Yes, perfect.
1: The fourth quote is, says, uh, So long as the universe has a beginning, we could suppose it had a creator. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. But if the universe is really completely self-contained, having no boundary or edge, it would have neither beginning nor end. It would simply be... What place, then, for a creator? Now, which is, which is interesting when he says it would simply be, yeah. well, the name Yahweh means the existed one. He yeah. exists.
0: Yeah. He is. That's a good point.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, Psalm 41, one and 51.3 says, a fool says in his heart, there is no God.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you, my friend, are a fool. Well, I'm not even a very good philosopher. That's why, I mean, it's demonic. It's not regular philosopher. It certainly isn't science in the real sense.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah. In fact, that whole scripture says, The fool has said in his heart there is no God. They are corrupt, they have done abominable works, and there is none that does good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The fifth quote says, What I have done to show that it is possible for the way of the universe began to be determined by the laws of science. In that case, it would, be, it would not be necessary to appeal to God to decide how the universe began. This doesn't prove that there is no God, only that God is not necessary. <laughs> and the uh-huh. scripture I have for that is 1 Corinthians three, nineteen through twenty one, for it says for the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is written He takes the wise in his own craftiness, and again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise that they are vain. Therefore, let no man glory in men. Okay, six, in one is says, what did God do before He created the universe? Okay, mm-hmm. now let me go look here because I have this one in my. Hold on, folks. All right. Is it before the world?
0: All right. You can sing, Brother Capel. Um. Okay. I will sing a song to you called uh, <laughs> Okay, r- r- I got it, it.
1: Um, I'm going to read from John 17, 5, 1 Corinthians 2, 7 um, 2 Timothy 1, 9, and Titus 1, 1 through 2 All right. John says, 75 says Jesus saying, and now O Father glorify thou me with thine own self with the glory which I had with thee before the world was Mm-hmm 1 Corinthians 2 7 says, But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the w- hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. 2 Timothy 1 9, Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the mm-hmm. world began. And Titus 1 2 in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie, promised before the world began. So God did a lot of things
0: before. Before, But according to him, uh, there couldn't be a creator because uh, before the Big Bang, time didn't exist, and so you can't, you know, the start of time. And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just banged, and then boom, you got it. But see, that's philosophy. You are just, you're just saying stuff happened, and you cannot give one shred of evidence. Uh -uh. The very thing they say, you can't prove there's a God, you can't prove there's not. Exactly. And the thing is, is I don't want you to prove that there's not. I can care less what you, you believe or think as a, as a computer mm-hmm. or even as a human. I know yeah. what I believe, and at the end of days, I know where I'm going. That's right. That's right.
1: Okay, the seventh quote is, We got through all of Genesis and part of Exodus before I left. One of the main things I was taught... This was not to begin a sentence with and. I pointed out that most sentences in the Bible began with and, but I was told that English had changed since the time of King James. In that case, I argued, "Why make us read the Bible?" But it was a vain. But it was in vain. Robert Graves was very keen on the symbolism and mysticism in the Bible at that time. And the scripture I wanted to uh, point out here is in Psalms one nineteen one sixty. It says. Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of the righteous judgments endure forever in psalms mm-hmm. thirty three four ten through eleven, For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. The Lord brings the counsel of the heathen to nothing. He makes the devices of the people of more of none effect. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. Quote 8, as we shall see, the concept of time has no meaning before the beginning of the universe. This was first pointed out by St. Augustine. When asked, what did God do before he created the universe? Augustine didn't reply. Oh, he he did reply. He says, he was preparing hell for people who asked such questions. And let's see, I have this one. Everything's a
0: mockery. Everything is a monk. It's, it's very Antichrist. It's very little horn. It's blasphemous words. hmm Right? It's blasphemous words. It's this little horn that rises up. You know, it plucks out the three. And he has eyes of a man and a mouth speaking great things. Blasphemous words. That's right. From Daniel 7. He's speaking blasphemy against the Lord of hosts.
1: That's right. Um, Psalm 2, 1 through 5 says, Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bonds, their bands asunder, and cast them, their cords from us. He that sits in the heavens shall laugh, the Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he sp- speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. And that's also in um, Psalm 83, 4. Mm-hmm. And then in 2 Thessalonians 2, 8, it says, And then shall the wicked be revealed, and then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth yes. and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming.
0: That's what's going to happen. Yep. That's not philosophy. That's nope. not Because God's physics, word is true. That's true. It's, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I I mean... I can't guarantee it. I know it's guaranteed. It's That's what's going to happen. Forget the rest of the nonsense. That's what's going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. The second one is, it is hard to imagine how free will can operate if our behavior is determined by physical law. So it seems that we, are, we have no room than biological machines and that free will is just an illusion. And then the other one that kind of goes with this one scripture is, if you... Understand how the universe operates. You control it in a way. <laughs> in the scripture So you became
0: I, God, just like that little video clip. Basically. Um, they said it's a good thing he came along because people had lost their God.
1: 1 yeah. Corinthians 1, 19-21 says, For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God, and it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that deliver. Verse 25, the foolishness of God is wiser than man, and the, wickedness, and the weakness of God is stronger than men.
2: Mm-hmm. There you go.
1: And I have one more, and it says, ignorance of nature's ways led people in ancient times to invest gods, to lord it over every aspect of human life.
0: To invent gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ignorance of nature's ways led people in ancient times to invent yeah, gods, invent to gods. lord it
1: over them in human life. And that still goes with uh, Romans one twenty five, where they exchanged the truth of God into a lie.
0: Mm-hmm. So what he's basically saying is that um, the laws of nature, people couldn't understand it, so they invented God. They mm-hmm. invented gods. Mm-hmm. But they're ignorant, right?
1: Yeah. And I just wanted to close with um, a couple of scriptures here in Jude and in um, Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. In Proverbs six, sixteen it says, These things these six things does the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. And every and everything that I'm gonna list here fits
0: this, this sentient machine.
1: Mm-hmm. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift and running to mischief, and a false witness that speaks lies and he that sows discord among brethren. Mm-hmm. And then Jude one sixteen through 19 says, that these are murmurers, complainers, they walk after their own lusts, and their mouth speaks great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. But beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you that there'd be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts? These be they who separate themselves, sensual, not ha- having not the spirit. But ye, beloved, building building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto unto eternal life.
0: Well, in um, we'll just end with with Daniel seven uh, when he had. Uh, these visions of these four kingdoms and he saw this last kingdom that was very dreadful and strong and mighty and it broke into pieces and trampled everything before it. It had ten horns. In verse 8 of chapter 7, he says, I considered the horns and behold, there came up among them a little horn before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of man and a mouth speaking great things. Mm. And other... Um, References, either in uh, chapter 12, uh, 11 or 12, something like that, It talks about speaking blasphemous words. Mm. That's the great things he's speaking, blaspheming, even against the Most High. Mm. So Daniel says, I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the Ancient of Days, that's our Yahweh, that's our God, did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire, A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands and thousands ministered unto him, and 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were open. All right? So here's this little horn speaking blasphemous stuff, has eyes of a man speaking all kinds of nasty stuff. And all of a sudden, the judgment thrones are set up. And there's the Ancient of Days. And in verse 11, he says, I beheld then, because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake. He was still speaking, still talking mm-hmm. crap against the Lord of hosts. He said Daniel says, I beheld even till the beast. Remember, the horn is part of the beast mm-hmm, system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the Antichrist system. He's part of that. And I beheld even until the beast was slain and his body destroyed, given to the burning flame. Concerning the rest of the beast that Daniel had their uh, they lived for a little their kingdom was taken away but they lived for a little time and they did you saw Babylon but it didn't fall all at once you saw Greece it didn't mm-hmm. fall all at once you saw you know right medieval Persia didn't fall all at once Rome you know but when you get that last kingdom which we're in today with the ten toes and mixed with the league, it sure. when that rock's gonna hit it not made it's, with with hands mm-hmm. it's gonna be instantaneous it's instantaneous as I keep telling people it's not the slow you know, mm-hmm. they're going to build a third temple and then they're going to sacrifice and then and the Antichrist is going to mm-hmm. sit and with the gods. He's going to be that. Da, da, da. It's not that. No, it's just going to be over. And if you're ready, you're ready. If you're not, you're not. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're still screwing around here debating and.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you're going to miss it. Simple as that. And then Daniel says, I saw in the night visions and behold, one like the son of man. Who might that be? That's Jesus came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days, Yahweh, and they brought him near before him, and there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all the people, nations, and languages will serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. All right? Mm -hmm. That's how it's going to end. You're going to have these little fellows out there Speaking blasphemous, uh, blasphemous words against the most high. OK. Mm-hmm. Um, and verse 25, when the angels interpreting this for Daniel, it says out of the ten horns rises another and uh, that shall be diverse from the first. And he shall subdue three kings. This is like what Daniel saw. And he shall speak great words against the most high. Mm-hmm. Now, this machine, this, this human mixed machine called Stephen Hawking's, is he speaking great blasphemous words against the Most High? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it says, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. That's true. That's true. It's very hard to listen to. Yeah, he, he wears you out. I mean, you're not going to win in this world. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go there and debate Stephen Hawking and win
1: Mm-mm.
0: and convince him that he's wrong. And no one's going to give you the platform to do that mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-mm. And it says, uh, shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think to change times and laws. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting because what does this machine talk about? Laws, yeah. laws, mm-hmm. laws, laws. Just kind of interesting. Yeah. And it says, and they shall be given unto his hand until a time and times and the dividing of time. But the judgment, that's Yahweh and, and his Christ, shall sit and they shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it unto the end. All right? So that's how it's going to end. That's how it ends.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not saying this guy's the Antichrist. Obviously, he's, he's not. It's the Antichrist spirit. Right. It exists mm-hmm. in the world. That it's been out. It's it's here.
2: Right.
0: We're not warning that it's coming. It's We're not here. warning that the church is going to become apostate. Mm-hmm. We're not warning. You. We're telling you it is. It just it is. Mm-hmm. And if you're still in that system, you're going to miss it. You know. Yeah. You want to believe in hyper Calvinism that you're once saved, always saved, and you could do no wrong. You're good. Good luck.
2: Yeah.
0: Good luck. You know, I, I wonder if this machine, this Stephen Hawking machine thing, uh, is is even real, and perhaps this computer is sentient, where it is speaking through a demonic portal.
1: Hmm. He did go to CERN.
0: He did go to CERN. Mm-hmm. And maybe it maybe there isn 't a human behind it typing in those answers. maybe it really does get it really does respond to questions, yeah I mean who knows mm-hmm. and of course, the handlers of it they know something 's up, they know the portals are up they're they're witches and sorcerers also sure to be handling this thing, but i don 't think it 's a human I really don 't. And if you you listen to this show and you hear the words that it says, it's an antichrist. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is antichrist language, but it is a false prophet pointing to that beast, right. to the worship of that beast.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Amen? Amen.
0: And that's all I have to say about that. So I'm going to get my tinfoil hat on, put it on, enjoy the rest of the evening.
1: <laughs> Ciao, babies.